Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back. Droid Life Show, episode 121 today. It is Friday, September 23rd. I'm your host, Kellen. With me, Tim. Tim's at. Hey, guys. How's it going? Tim here. So on the show today, we're taking a look at Google's Allo, uh, their new messaging app, and there's plenty to talk about there. And uh, after that, we'll move into more Google stuff, Pixel phones. Well, the, the Pixel phone name is not official yet, but we're pretty much you know on board with the idea they're called Pixel phones. Anyway, we have a date. So October 4th, which is a date we first reported a while back, is now confirmed by Google. They sent out uh, invites to a press event on October 4th. They'll stream and all that stuff. And we'll be there. We'll cover whatever they unveil. I have a feeling it's going to be much more than just Pixel phones. But So that is official. Uh, we have the latest on the Galaxy Note 7 recall, just to catch everyone up there. And we'll just talk about some other odds and ends. So let's start with Allo. Uh, so to... to to recap Allo, uh, first announced at I.O. in May. So Google I.O., Google announced Duo and Allo. Uh, Duo, their video chatting app, person-to-person video chatting app, which has been out for at least a few weeks now. And they also announced Allo, which is their new smart messenger. And uh, the hype has been building in recent weeks. And we're wondering when it's coming. They told us end of summer. And so whenever a company announces end of summer, end of fall, everyone looks at the calendar and goes, well, this is technically the last day. And sure enough, Google waited until the last day of summer to release Allo. So it's out. And uh, we installed it. And we played with it for uh, 20 minutes, maybe. Yeah, yeah, 30 minutes tops. Uh, have you used it since the first day, which was Wednesday? What's Allo? I've already forgotten. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, not, not exactly. My, I had a family member hit me up on Allo. He's, he's big into tech stuff, and he reads Droid Life. And oh yes, but uh, so he hit me up on Allo and was like, "Hey man, is this cool? Like, am I doing it right?" And I was like, "Nah, dude, just stop." Like. Just hit me up on Hangouts. Like, it took me years to get all of my people on Hangouts. And now I'm not, I don't dare ask them to all install Allo and get into all that. It's just too much of a hassle, you know? Well, it, that's part of the thing, too. So Allo um, is, is, again, it's, it's the smart messenger, right? So it's an instant messenger first. But then what Google's trying to sell it on is the fact that it has Google Assistant built in, which is this this idea where you can message Google or you can bring Google into your group conversations and ask for, you know, help finding a restaurant or um, the weather or checking flight status or whatever. So it, it's kind of a bit like just using Google, but you can do it within um, your chat. So, yeah, th- that's the other thing, right, is is if you try to get all of your people that you know onto Allo, what the, the big sell there is, well, we should all move to Allo because it has Google inside it. Like, is anyone going to care? Like, is your mom or your brother or your buddy, like, is, are they going to use that? Because that's, that's really like the only selling feature, isn't it? Google Assistant won't get me to stop using just plain old Google search. I mean, really, Assistant is really just replacing me exiting Allo and just typing in restaurants near me or something like that into Google search. And that's not a big draw for me. And I don't think it'll be a huge draw for any of my family. Who knows? I mean, they, they've got their own preferences and tastes and stuff. And if they tell me to download Allo because all of them are using it, then I'll start using it. But I'm not going to be the person who's going around. Hey, you should try out Allo. Not, not again, not this time around Google. Sorry. 
I, I kind of feel the same way because I'm with you. I, I spent, I don't know how long telling everyone, let's get on hangouts together. It's so much better. We can all talk. It'll be great. It even does SMS. Um, and so I, I do have everyone using hangouts. Like when, when I talk to somebody or they go, Hey, did you get my hangouts message? Like people actually say that to me that I know, which is, I feel like a win. I feel like I've accomplished something. Yeah, it's a win. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, then now trying to convince them to all switch to Allo just for Google assistant. I don't, I don't think that's, that's worth it, especially when they can't send SMS also. Cause that's the other thing is a lot of the people I know still send text messages. Right. Right. And so, if then they're going to have to use two separate apps for that. And uh, that just sounds, sounds like they're not going to see the benefit to switching to it just because it's like a shiny new toy. Doesn't mean that we should all switch to it. Uh, so it, I think Allo's kind of, I don't think it's gotten off to a great start. Am I going on too crazy of a limb by saying that? Well, I'll just look in the chat. Let's see. <laughs> Every product <laughs> that Google releases, you know, you don't have to love, and we had a Googler on Twitter yesterday say, hey, props to the people who understand that Allo is like, it's 1.0. There will be things coming in the weeks to follow. You know, new features will be added. But as of right now, Allo seems extremely bare bones, at least like in terms of the stuff you can do within a chat with Google Assistant. You can increase the size of the font you're using and stuff like, okay, that's that's cool for chatting one-on-one. But as it stands right now, no, like Allo isn't all that great. And I think maybe they should have even waited a bit longer to release it and maybe think of other stuff you can do with it. Because right now I don't see some huge exodus from any other messenger like WhatsApp or kick all going to Allo. I just don't see it happening at this time. So, I mean, that's just, again, my personal opinion. And from what I've seen on droid life, a lot of people, a lot of people reporting this, uh, they just aren't crazy about Allo. And yeah. I don't yeah, know. A lot of people have said we're not really excited about Allo. I, I don't know what there is to get excited about. So There's nothing. <laughs> yeah. So Hangouts, right, is, is an app that we use because I think it's our best option on Android for, you know, what we do. We have multiple Google, like we're, we're nerds, right? So we have multiple Google accounts. We like having integrated video chatting and SMS and, and regular just messaging um, and sharing and all that stuff. Like it's all built into Hangouts. Now I think we can all admit that Hangouts isn't exactly the most polished app ever and it's got its own faults, but when you compare Allo to it, like you just said that Allo doesn't even have half of the features I think most would want in a chat app. Or maybe Google thinks that everything needs to be bare bones. I, I can't really understand that because I've seen some Googlers, as you just mentioned, um, been talking about it. And they seem to think that standalone apps are the future. And maybe their approach to this is is the right approach. And don't get me wrong, Google has a lot of smart people. This is one of those things where at least in these first few days, it feels like they really sort of missed the whole point of, of messaging for what we're all using it for. Um, like I can't, I can't use it because number one, it only works on one device at a time. So mm-hmm. I can't sign in on multiple phones. And I know not everyone uses multiple phones, but there, are, I, I made the argument the other day that a lot of people have a work phone and a personal phone, and it might be nice to have, you know, messaging across those two phones. But so you can't, like if you sign in, cause it's attached to your number on another phone, it signs you out 
of the other phone. So one device at a time, there's no web client, there's no desktop app, there's no tablet support, there's no way to message outside of your phone, there's no SMS support. It's such a, it's such a disappointment. <laughs> I don't know I don't that know. I was looking for a new messaging app, but right, I think if right. going to introduce one, I hope that it it's attempting to give me a reason to switch, and I, I'm not seeing a reason. Yeah, I mean, one of the, maybe a big thing that could have swayed me into using Allo and maybe getting people to switch over are, say, chat heads. Like, Facebook's Messenger has had chat heads since its inception, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yeah. I, I do believe I it has. So. Yeah. so and and I love chat heads yeah. and really so so a lot of people I talk to say are still on Facebook, um, you know say like my mother especially like she doesn't really text but she's on Facebook because she's trying to keep in touch with all of her family and so we message on Messenger and so chat heads is something I actually just as an Android fan I really appreciate mm-hmm. so maybe if Google was able to work in chat heads maybe I would have been like okay I mean that's that's cool that's sort of it's forward thinking of Google to do that. And, and, and still why Facebook is the only one utilizing chat heads in a, in a useful, cool way is totally beyond me. Obviously we see that uh, the Android OS is very capable of running chat heads just fine. It's not a huge drag on your battery or anything. Like why can't we get some chat heads on Allo? Yeah, did I can't, I can't imagine Facebook like patented chat heads. Did they like somebody else do that? Copy chat heads, please. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of apps. That, heads. Yeah. Right. So, like Samsung and their Apps Edge, like you can, or, you know, their multi window, you can turn applications into, into little chat heads, although they wouldn't be chat heads. They'd just be little windows. But just give me, give me something other than just a chat app. Like it's so boring. And like, like it's okay, got don't stickers, get stickers, Tim, and you can, you can make words big or small. I know. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm totally down with Google assistant. I think that itself is great. And the fact that it's a learning computer, I think that's fantastic. But at the same time, Allo just doesn't give me anything besides assistant that draws me into it. Like the experience of Allo. So yeah. until that happens, not a I think fan. I, I think I could use assistant. So I talked about this the other day too. Like my my family and and some close friends, we we have lots of group chats going right in hangouts. And so a lot of the times, it's my parents talking about coming to see you know my son. So there's like grandparent grandchildren talk. We tr- us traveling to see them in town restaurants. Where are we going to go drink beer tonight? Like we I have lots of conversations like that. And so having assistant in a conversation I think would be useful. Like for trying to decide where we want to go eat tonight, like people could just throw out options and bring up, we could look at menus. Like I, I think some of that stuff's useful, but I don't think it's useful enough for me to try to convince everyone to switch over and for me to then only be able to use it on one device and not have desktop. You know what I mean? Like right. I, I think I've lived without that so far. I think I yeah. could continue to live without assistant. Hopefully someday Google just builds it into hangouts and kills this aloe thing. All right, so two points recently made in the chat. Someone said Google needed to release Gboard for Android and not Allo. Um, this is a conversation that Kellen and I had yesterday, I think, where, yeah, totally, Gboard. Then you could just have Assistant, basically, in any app that you're using that, that uses yes. a keyboard. That would have been mm, that would have been almost a little too smart for Google to do because Google, it seems, they just throw things at the wall, right? We've said this multiple yeah. times. Throw it at the wall, hope it sticks. Gboard... 
I don't know how popular Gboard is on iOS, but I know if I was on iOS and I used an Apple device, I would use Gboard. Like, no if problem. If it was on Android, I'd, I'd switch to that <laughs> keyboard right now. Of course. I don't know why they just don't build it into the Google keyboard, but yeah. It's Google, man. Like, you can't, you have to think way more complex than that. Like, nothing is that simple. We need Google. a new app to do one feature. <laughs> so, no smack talk on Google or anything, but yes, Gboard for Android would be probably a really good idea. Um, the second point is, ah, yes, Tim and Kellen, you, you clearly don't get it. People want a message app that is comparable to iMessage. Frankly, I want something that's way better than just iMessage, right? Like, so text that can be enlarged and or made smaller is not cool to me. Uh, I, I don't know exactly what iMessage does so great that has people talking about it. You know, I think the problem is, is that iMessage just has so many users, right? It's not that iMessage is good. It's that it just works and everyone is on it that has an iPhone. Right. So it's not that we want something. It doesn't play nicely with Android. So Android people complain about it. It, That doesn't necessarily mean that iMessage is like the greatest messaging app ever. Definitely. You could argue that WhatsApp is. People actually do install WhatsApp because they want to use it. Right. Yeah. So I think we we do get it. (laughs) Like, I think people want more than just an iMessage competitor from google and we want we want something that has everything in one app like i don't need standalone apps for everything like duo and allo i still think need to just be one app there's no reason it can't be um and i gotta say the names for these apps duo and allo they don't work for me like duo is okay allo not a fan um they need to do better uh, with the whole naming thing. Although we know Google is just probably... Allo just makes me think thing. of the, like, Numa Numa kid. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, yes. <laughs> I was going to, like, break down into that, but no. <laughs> I refuse. Yeah, don't do that. Um, that's just all every time I hear that. But I, what I what I don't get is this idea that we need to break everything apart. That's That seems like what the, the, the theme here is with, like you just said, with Duo and Allo is that the combined messaging experience was like too much for people's brains to handle. So now we need separate apps. And I think that is the stupidest thing. That was why we got so excited about Hangouts because it was everything in one. We didn't have to have a separate text messaging app and a second messaging app and a third video chatting app and something else to share files. Like it was all just one. And then now we're separating things and they're not even good separate. So I, yeah, it sucks. I, I just want. I was excited for Allo. Now I, I, I haven't used it since Wednesday. Yeah, I just no. want to make clear that we're not Allo haters, and there's nothing that Google can do to make us enjoy Allo. We think it's. I mean, we agree with the Googler who's like, yes, this is a version 1.0 product, and there's plenty of potential and room to grow, and things can come, and we are free to change our opinion on things. So take that, internet. Yeah, so Bertzer in the chat said, why not talk about what you want? I, I did. I want multi-device support. I want a desktop app. I want chat heads. I, yeah, I want to send SMS. I, I want reason. Like, those are the reasons. If all of those things were in there, I would totally use it. Or just put assistance in Hangouts, and then we're, then we're, then we're solved right there. Or give us a cheapboard. Yeah, I think our complaints are that Allo doesn't have stuff that a messaging app needs for all of us to use it. Like WhatsApp, for example, has a full desktop client. I think it even has a mm-hmm. web client. You can use that thing everywhere. Allo, you're locked into your phone. Like if I wanted to use that all day long, I sit at a computer. And I think a lot of people are the same way. 
And if I used Allo as my messenger, every time a message came in, I would have to pick up my phone, send a message, put it back down. But on my computer, I have a Hangouts tab. I have a Hangouts extension, whatever I have. Like I can just do it here. I don't have it. So I don't know. Just seems like a, it seems like very, uh, a pretty weak first attempt. And like you just said, yes, Allo can get better. And hmm. Google seems to, you know, think that, or seems to be suggesting that it will get better. But I also wish they didn't just throw this out there and go, here, greatest new messaging app ever. And then they get all defensive when people complain about it, missing features and stuff. Like, well, why don't you tell us if this stuff is coming or not? And just say, like, here you go. Here's version one. Here's the features. And here's what we may have planned. And maybe that's just not acceptable for them to tell us what's in the roadmap because then we have expectations and timelines and we complain more. I don't know, but at least give us something. You can't just release an app and then get mad when we complain about it, but not tell us what's happening. I don't know. Frustrated with it, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm actually more frustrated with the expectations, these false expectations we place on things before the release, especially things like Allo. I mean, we saw it at Google I.O. They pretty much showed us exactly what it does. They're like, oh, hey, here's a messaging app. You can enlarge and make the text smaller. And it's got Google Assistant. I don't know exactly what people were expecting when this was going to launch, but basically they gave us what they showed at Google I.O. They sort of did, yeah. And for some reason, we hyped it up. And and not just like we, but as a collective, the Android community hyped it up. And now we're upset at Google for delivering exactly what they told us they were going to deliver. <laughs> it's very odd. But we do this for everything, it seems. You know, expectations. Yeah. We do um, it with everything, yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's actually quite... Uh, it's a step back towards happiness as human beings. I know I hate to get uh, philosophical, but... When expectations aren't meeting what is being delivered. Expectations that shouldn't have existed to begin with. Exactly. How can you be happy with anything if your expectations are the moon and the stars? So, oh. I, I will say one thing we didn't touch on that they didn't deliver is on the security aspect of it. So yeah. what did they promise that... I don't even know that I fully understand it because I don't security is not really a thing that I get obsessed about. Do you want to talk about what they they screwed up and pissed everyone off? I'll break it down real quick. uh, Just for uh, before I start talking about this, I'm just going to put on this um, accessory (laughs) I have made (laughs) as a tinfoil hat for anyone curious. So let's talk about security and privacy and Google Allo. (laughs) It's so great. Yeah. So yesterday when Allo was announced, Edward Snowden, and also a um, a professor of cryptology at Johns Hopkins, was talking about the implications of Google Allo and citizens of America and the world in general. So when Google was talking Allo at Google I.O., they said that messages would not indefinitely be stored on their servers for Google Assistant to learn from. Uh, the issue is, is that they have changed their TOS, their terms of service, before this launch stating that they will store all messages that are not uh, from the incognito mode so Google Assistant can learn from them. So anything you say, as long as it's not in the incognito mode, will be stored on Google servers. Uh, thank you, Kellen. So that's why. <laughs> so you need to be extremely cautious uh, if, you know, if you talk about sensitive stuff, not even, you know, it has nothing to do with if, if you're a criminal or anything. It's just if you're sharing information that you wouldn't want to be in the hands of the wrong person, or even in the the hands of Google, uh, you need to think twice about what you're saying. 
the way you can combat that is simply by using the incognito mode. Uh, and that means it's end-to-end encryption. Nothing is being stored on Google servers. And also, um, if you do want to use Google Assistant, which you cannot do in incognito mode, uh, you can simply just go back and delete the conversations you have in Allo, and that will take them off of Google servers. You know, So Google did this because they want Google Assistant to be very smart. Google Assistant is going to be tied in with your smartphone. It's going to be tied in with Google Home. And so anything that Google Assistant touches, it is learning from its learning computer. So because of this... Edward Snowden has asked everyone not to use Google Allo because basically we're we're giving Google all of this information and he doesn't want Google to have all of this information because it could lead to bad things. Say if you do a crime in Google, uh, well, and if they receive a warrant request from the law enforcement, they will have to turn over everything they have on you, which includes all of your chat logs and et cetera, et cetera. So that's why I'm wearing the tinfoil hat, because I did a thing saying, hey, if you are overly concerned about your privacy, security, just don't use Allo. It's really as simple as that. Just don't use it, and you won't have to worry about it. People were not pleased about me using overly concerned. They said, well, what if you're just plain concerned about it? You know, like you don't have to be overly concerned to be concerned about your own privacy on the Internet. I hope those same people aren't using Hangouts. I, it, I haven't been for the last 10 years. I really hope they're just using like carrier pigeons Gmail. to get all of yeah. their everything they need done um, because everyone's out to get you. But no, I understand that privacy is very important these days. There are a lot of people out to get your private information. I understand that. But at the same time, I myself personally, in my opinion, I don't do anything. I don't break the law. I don't talk about anything real stupid online i just don't think i personally need to worry about google reading my messages and that was the only point i'm really trying to make like if you are uh if you're just talking about you know your regular day how you doing at work or you set up with your wife or your, your kid who's going to college or whatever then you're probably fine using allo but if you are talking about potential attacks on stuff if you're talking about bad stuff if you possibly deal drugs which i'm not cool with then you should probably not use allo and definitely don't use assistant uh, because if cops come down on you man um they're gonna get those logs and you're gonna be you're gonna be toast so what else to really say i mean just be practical with uh what you do with allo because google is listening But if you want to use Assistant, that's totally fine. Because why not make Assistant better, in my opinion? I mean, I'm totally invested in Google's uh, ecosystem. So I have to have somewhat of an outdated look at uh, privacy online. Uh, I give Google access to everything. They know everything about me, uh, which is unfortunate. But it makes their services really good for me. Because when I swipe into Google now, I get articles that I'm really interested about. Because they know my reading habits. And uh, what else to say? What do you think, Kellen? The tinfoil hat seemed about right for Google. (laughs) I don't know, man. That was the longest (laughs) Allo security speech ever. I know. It's just Uh, hard to explain. Like, (laughs) people just need to be smart about what they talk about online. And it's it's always always been a trade-off with uh, using Google services is that they just, they collect data on you and all that stuff. And with Allo... They certainly backed off of part of their claim from the start, which is 
which is why people are upset. Totally get it. Um, I, I guess I'm just used to Google just knowing every damn thing about me. So it doesn't bug me, but I get it. Yeah. If you're worried about privacy, you probably just shouldn't use Allo. That's it. Just don't use Allo. Continue using hopefully whatever other secure app that you found. Yep. And we'll all be fine. Yeah, Sean in the chat says, Tim, looks like you got your new T-Mobile 4G LTE booster. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, this connects to Project Fi and everything. It's good. But yeah, we're done talking about Allo security, so I can remove the hat. <laughs> All right, that's enough about Allo. Let's switch it up to Pixel stuff. I think people are more excited about Pixel phones, aren't they? Yeah. All right, so Pixel phones... Uh... Well, Google's hosting an event on October 4th. So October 4th is you know, like a week and a half-ish away. Yeah, mm-hmm. a, week from, a week from next Tuesday. So week and a half-ish away, Google will unveil stuff. Well, we think for sure phones are sending out a teaser uh, with a hashtag made by Google. And it's the teaser video anyway starts out as a Google search bar and morphs into the shape of sort of a rectangular phone. And again, with this hashtag made by Google, which is funny because we all know that these phones are made by HTC. Uh, so maybe next year they'll really be made by Google. Uh, either way, we're expecting that. So Pixel, Pixel XL, two phones. Uh, there aren't really many new details on those. Everything's just about leaked, I think. We did get some pictures of the white and silver versions. And uh, yeah, they look, they look quite a bit like iPhone, HTC One M9 mashups. They look... They look fine. I'll just say that. They, they're not the ugliest phones I've ever seen. I just, when I look at them, I, I go, they, just, they just don't really look new. They just look like things we've seen before. Whatever. I'm sure once I get them in my hand, I'll go, oh, oh my God. Pixel phone is so great. <laughs> um, so yeah, we got some pictures. October 4th is official. We know things are coming that day. I wouldn't be surprised if we get maybe a new Chromecast, maybe Google Home. Uh there's lots of stuff. I think Google's working on a number of products and we should get, we should get a lot of that, that information then. Uh, what else in terms of pixel stuff? Oh, so we, we were told earlier in the week that in terms of carriers, um, Verizon may have a carrier exclusive on these pixel phones, which would mean if you want to buy them through a carrier, uh, you probably won't be able to through AT&T or T-Mobile or Sprint that Verizon may have that. That's not to say that they're not going to sell these as unlocked phones through the Google store. I think we're still all assuming that will happen. That's what Google's done for years now. Uh, but if you want to buy it through a carrier, it may be through Verizon. Uh, the guys at Android Police also mentioned that pricing could start off contract at 649 for the smaller regular Pixel. Uh, so that means the Pixel XL is going to be seven fifty. It's obviously going to jump up quite a bit from there. Maybe seven twenty nine. I don't know. And I'll say two things. One, that sucks because I think we've gotten used to the idea that Google's phones are on the more affordable side. Uh, number two, tying it to Verizon doesn't surprise me at all. In the in the two times in the past we've seen Nexus phones attached to Verizon, they were expensive. The Galaxy Nexus was like six fifty, I think, on off contract and two ninety nine on contract, which was really expensive for the time. And then two years ago with the Nexus Six, that was when Google, I think, screwed up when they tried to make another big carrier push, and uh, they you know released Shamu the whale, and it started at six forty nine and then six ninety nine, and 
wasn't cheap. And I, I think, I think it's sort of shown that not a lot of people bought that phone. Um, so if pixel and pixel XL go to Verizon, I, I wouldn't shock me at all if they were 650 starting point. The, the terrible thing about that is the regular pixel is supposed to have 1080p display. Although we think everything else will be pretty high end in there, but I just, I, I like pixel or Nexus phones being affordable. Like last year, Nexus 5X, which is, yeah, a cheap piece of plastic. It started at 379 and now I think you buy it for 349 or something. But And like the premium 6P, which was a big all-metal phone with top-tier specs, started at 499 And yet we may see this year start at 649 That sucks. I feel bad for people that, you know, constantly every year buy new Nexus phones because they might have to skip this year unless they've been saving or something like that's what happens when you switch to the Pixel brand, dude. Um, it's not cheap, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, but I'm still excited about them, you know, regardless of price. Um, I think every phone is really just expensive these days. Uh, we, yesterday we had to, so we returned the Note 7, and long story short, ended up, you know, T-Mobile had to, give us a refund for the phone, but then we had to repurchase the phone. I mean, the phone is still 800 and some odd dollars and it's got a lot of features, a lot of good stuff. My point is really expensive phone from Samsung. Will Google and the pixel phones have like some features that make it worth this price or really are we just paying for this pixel brand? Is the hardware going to be phenomenal? I know we know HTC is making it. HTC makes good hardware. Uh, but are there going the VR stuff? Um, is there going to be water resistance? I mean, what is there going to be that justifies high pricing? And I know Verizon LTE radios is not going to do that. So I'm genuinely curious what Google's going to do. Yeah, to justify those prices. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think we should expect anything crazy or ridiculously innovative necessarily. I think there'll no. be really good phones. Hopefully the cameras are really fast and good. And then we'll obviously get, um, you know, Google's latest take on software and Android and however they seem to improve the software experience over stock Android. But otherwise it's going to be expensive pixel phones yeah. <laughs> that are in the shells of HTC one a nine. Yeah. That, you know, that is actually the point I am least uh, excited for is the fact that HTC is making them like again like I like HTC and their hardware is cool I just haven't really been excited for HTC phone in quite some time I guess since the one M7 right everything past that has just all been sort of the same getting a little stale and these phones at least the smaller one which is the Marlin or the Sailfish uh, the Sailfish uh, looks just like a 1A9 body and for me personally um not a huge fan i think they could do better <laughs> so i think they could do better too yeah. especially if they're gonna go with this made by google thing you can't say made by google if hcc made your phone you can't do no, that you can't. you can't you really can't it's i really do odd. think that uh these were gonna be nexus phones and they were gonna partner with hcc and they locked in a contract with hcc and then at some point some marketing genius said no we need to it's time that we ditch nexus and we need to go pixel but they were already locked in with this contract with HTC. So they just said HTC still make the phones. And now they're just going to try to wipe HTC any mention of them ever and uh, try to push this made by Google thing, which uh, yeah, we're not, we're not fully buying. 
not that it really matters, but that is the hashtag is made by Google. So, all right. So pixel phones, we know when those are coming. Yeah. I think we're, I think we're all, you know, I'm more excited for pixel launcher, maybe for all phones that is integrated with Google now, or just Google um, assistant, whatever the hell we're calling it. Uh, And the wallpaper, wallpaper picker. (laughs) I love that. Um, Wallpaper picker. (laughs) <laughs> that was released or kind of leaked alongside the new pixel launcher. I love that wallpaper picker. <laughs> it's a great wallpaper picker. Yeah, if you good. have not downloaded the wallpaper, yeah, if you have not downloaded the wallpaper picker, be sure to download it from Droid Life. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so moving out of there, uh, the latest on the Galaxy Note Seven. There's not a lot to talk about here, but um, so. I think we talked about this a little bit last week, but they're sending an update out to everyone's phone. Um, So if you have one that you haven't exchanged yet, you're getting an update with all sorts of warnings. It says you need to exchange this phone. It could blow up. If you have the new phone, you're going to get an update that changes all the battery indicators to green so that you know that it's safe, which is fun. Um, And that update, I think everyone at this point is pretty much rolling that out now. Um, also on, on the box for your new phone on the bottom where all the stickers and barcodes are, there should be a little black box um, on that sticker that will tell you that it's safe. So that's kind of how, you know, uh, in terms of number of units. So Samsung said that by Wednesday, the 21st, um, they would have at least 500,000 new safe units in the U S alone. And I think they've probably sold, I shouldn't say sold, exchanged through those already. So Tim and I, as he mentioned, we went to exchange a Note 7 um, that we had. And we went yesterday, which was the 22nd, so a day after all the stock arrived. And basically everyone in Portland was out of them. Like people had actually come in and swapped all their phones. And so uh, we actually had to go to a couple of stores and call around until we found one. So if you haven't exchanged your Note 7 yet, Good luck. You might have to wait for the next batch. Yeah. Completely ridiculous. Um, You know, the fact that we could be turned away from a store with an explosive device, (laughs) is just ridiculous. You'd think you'd have to call the police and tell them that a crime is being committed uh, because it's ridiculous. You, you buy a phone and Samsung says safety is number one concern. I could not give that phone back to T-Mobile at all. I mean, I've tried, I tried multiple times. I kept calling. Nope. Can't do it. Don't have stock in yet, et cetera, et cetera. There's just a lot of problems. And especially if you buy the phones outright, it seems like T-Mobile system is completely bedongled on how to handle, uh, exchanging a phone that's been purchased outright. Moving along from the personal story, uh, ridiculous. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like Portland itself got, 50 units maybe it doesn't seem like we got a lot yeah yeah and and we we didn't call verizon or at&t stores we just talked to t-mobile but like every store was basically yeah and they had no idea when more were coming yeah um yeah if you have not exchanged your no seven yet definitely call ahead don't just walk into a t-mobile expecting or any store i guess um to swap it out call ahead make sure and also they are allowing you to change up colors so See if you want a new color, etc. Also, pro tip: don't tell anybody. The carrier or the company will have to accept the return, regardless of the condition. So, my pro tip to you is: take the S Pen out if you plan on just swapping it out for a new Note Seven. 
and keep take your a, charger. Yeah, and keep your, your charger. Don't take the box. Keep everything with it. Take the S Pen. Uh, those are like a hundred some odd bucks, I think. Um, so just keep everything. Just return the device itself. They, they'll have to accept it. They won't give you a hard time. I promise. Um, they probably won't even know that an S Pen exists. Just go ahead, do that. Pro tip, me to you. Yeah, we, we took the phone in, no box, anything. Just took the phone and said, we need to change this. And the guy then took the pen out and handed it to Tim. Was like, here, keep this too. So yeah, you can you can keep all the stuff. You don't have to bring the box and all that crap. They just want the phone. Yep. And that's pretty much it. Um, so Samsung said this morning or last night that about half of recalled Note 7s in the US had already been exchanged. So I think there was around a million that they said were being recalled and they supposedly issued 500,000 devices on Wednesday. So that means they pretty much have run through um, their stock of them. And they said about 90% of note owners are actually sticking with a new note seven, even after the recall. Uh, Let's see. Verizon and Sprint are actually selling the phone again. At least they were. I I can't imagine they have a ton of stock checking Verizon right now, Uh, but they were selling them. AT&T and T-Mobile not selling them. Oh yeah, so Verizon's already basically sold through. They're now shipping the blue one by ten twelve, the black one by nine twenty four, which is tomorrow, and the silver one by ten five. So they've sold through some. But if you if you're on Verizon or Sprint and you hadn't owned a Note Seven yet, you can buy them from them for now. Poor Samsung, they've got some catching yeah. up to do if they want to meet their numbers. I'm sure that they set forth for this phone. It's probably not going to happen. They said, so we got some numbers, I think, today, what they said, 80% of people or 90% that are exchanging are keeping the Note 7. I just said that like a minute ago, yeah. I know. I'm sorry. I'm trying to re... (laughs) Yeah, 90%. 90% 90%. of Note 7 owners are exchanging for a new Note 7, yeah. Okay, interesting. So 10% ditching Note 7 altogether. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe swapping, going to the iPhone... Probably that's what that's what all the uh, tech media would lead you to believe that that Samsung's done and everyone's buying iPhones now because they had a little battery problem. Not that well, it was little. Yeah, I believe everything tech media tells me. <laughs> <laughs> so they're the most trustworthy people on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the tinfoil hat—it's going to come in handy a lot. I'm just going to keep it on my desk. <laughs> my, yeah, just keep it right there. You never know. Yeah. Every time you write up just some ridiculous story, you just put that on and you'll just get in the zone for that ridiculous story. Exactly. Uh, all right. So that's the latest on the Note 7. Nothing huge going on there. But if you want to buy one, you're probably out of luck for now, unfortunately. Uh, so Verizon CFO yesterday was at an investor conference. Um, they speak at these things regularly and we don't pay attention to most of them. But every once in a while, a good quote comes out. And uh, Fran Shamo, who's their CFO, who's actually going to retire pretty soon, retire at the ripe age of like 50. Um, he was asked if, if they were going to follow everyone's lead in reintroducing an unlimited data plan. And, you know, like a year ago, they said, we're not a leader or we're not a follower. We're a leader when everyone asked if they were going to do rollover data. And then this year they did rollover data. So uh, fair question. And he said, no. And he said, we're not going to do unlimited. And earlier this year, a little bit. Uh, and he said that uh, at the end of the day, people just don't need unlimited data plans. And uh, I would tend to disagree with that. <laughs> I think I think if you want unlimited data, I feel like you should be able to buy it. 
even, look, Verizon could offer an unlimited data plan. They could just make it really expensive, but that's not how Verizon makes money. Um, they make money by setting you in a tier and then getting you to upgrade to a new tier. And so that's why they're not doing unlimited data. It's not that because people don't need unlimited. I mean, there's people that could use unlimited data. They'd use it for their home internet. They'd use it for everything. Like mm-hmm. an all in one thing would be great for a lot of people, but companies don't want that because they don't make money off of that. It's definitely a harsh generalization of everyone saying that, nope, no one needs unlimited data. Like you said, plenty of people could probably benefit from unlimited data, but in order to offer it, Verizon would have to probably sell it for quite a bit. That way all you pirates out there can download your torrents and whatevers and your three terabytes of data each month. You one percenters out there who keep using all my bandwidth it's ridiculous. <laughs> For the most part, though, I'm sorry, I tend to agree with them. Like, I don't, I, you know, I personally do not know anyone who needs an un, a, a unlimited data plan. Even you and me, we we definitely don't need it. I don't go through, I don't even go through six gigs of data a month. And I use my phone a lot, albeit I am on Wi-Fi and I, I have my own home internet broadband and all that. So I don't use, I don't tether. But at the, even when we travel uh, and we use our Wi-Fi hotspots, we aren't crushing like hundreds of gigs or anything like that it's nothing crazy so i think people need to uh be given the choice you know if they if they want unlimited shirt make a plan pay for it i just don't think many people would do it right i i just i sort of agree with this guy i don't think people in general need unlimited data is that just me Uh, my my problem with it is is that if if somebody could sell me a single unlimited plan that I could use for all internet, that would be great. But the industry's trained us to think that that's not possible or not available because these companies that this is, again, this is how they make money. But think about it. If Comcast, God, I hate Comcast, but if Comcast sold me one data plan that worked wirelessly and at home, like the world would be a better place if we all had one plan that did everything, but that's not how it works. Right. So when Fran says, no, no one needs unlimited, that's because they've trained the industry to just work that way because no one's ever going to give us an unlimited plan that works for everything. But do you need unlimited data on just your phone? Probably not. But that also means that 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 they're high data users. They get to lock into these like 12 gigabyte tiers and 20 gigabyte tiers. What if some dude, like their phone is their only means of internet? They may use 100 gig a month. And those people don't have an option other than to just get destroyed every month in their bill by Verizon. I think that sucks. So that's why I just disagree with this. You don't need it. Well, some people might. <laughs> not everyone. Does everyone? No, not everyone. But there are some people that are heavy data users that could certainly use something better than a $300 a month, hundred gigabyte tier, however much they charge for that crap. Hmm. Just, yeah. Somebody asked if Fran really is 50, he's 55 and yes, he is retiring. Yep. His total compensation in 2015, according to Bloomberg was 7.2 mil. And I don't know That's how it. much he made all the years before that, but he's probably got tons of stock in Verizon and he probably will have plenty of money to retire on. Yes. Hmm. I figured he'd get more. <laughs> I mean, yeah. making, making investors, Tons of money. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure he's been with Verizon. I think for like 30 years or something. So he, uh, I'm sure he's got plenty of uh, money yeah. tied up in Verizon. He's vested. Yeah. So anyway, folks, you don't need unlimited data. 
Good, because I agree. I agree. You don't. <laughs> but I mean, for the most part, I'm joking. But no, I'm not. I'm serious. Um, no one needs unlimited data. Come on, people. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> I need it for my home internet, for sure. And Comcast now has data limits, and that's crap. Like a hardwired internet connection at your house should not have limits on it. That I completely agree with. I've never been, uh, what's the word, throttled by Verizon. Like, of course, you know, we sit here all day. I'm watching YouTube videos, uploading videos. Uh, you know, even when I'm off work, I'm watching Netflix or playing games. I've never been, like, throttled, per se. Like, I don't know what my limit is. Mm-hmm. And I definitely go through quite a bit of data, at least on my home connection. Yeah, so, like, Michael just mentioned in the chat that he uses 20 to 30 gig um, on his T-Mobile line, and a lot of that's streaming Plex. So that's that's one of the biggest problems. And I'm running into it with my home connection because I recently killed Comcast cable, and so I signed up for PlayStation View, which hopefully at some point I'll do uh, some sort of review on. I just want to do more testing. But So all of my... Everything I do at home now is attached to my internet, right? So Comcast is has... They're, they don't really sell tiers. They just put like a hard cap on internet connection. And so every time I watch a movie or a TV show or just use the internet, I'm using a part of that bundle. And so that's why I think these caps and why another reason why it sucks that he says no one needs unlimited is because this is where we're going, right? Like people are cutting the cord left and right and they're streaming more stuff constantly. Like, like Michael says, streaming Plex all the time. That's what people do. They stream Netflix, they stream TV. And so if you start putting all these caps on stuff, it's just going to screw all of us and either lock you into expensive cable subscriptions or make force you to pay ridiculous amounts for data. I just think we're, we're going towards a really terrible sort of a way of life because data is what we do. So Mm. sucks. Oh, somebody asked, how's your new internet? Yes. I have bad news there. I was supposed to get CenturyLink fiber and uh, they showed up to install it and it can't, they can't install it. I live sort of up a, like a driveway that kind of goes up a hill from the street. And so how CenturyLink installs that is they go to the nearest power line and they run a cable from that power line to your house. And that's how they get fiber to your house. So in the air. And because I'm uphill, I'm almost level with the power lines. And so they would just be running a cable like eye level to my house from the street, which is kind of dangerous. And it would also go right over my neighbor's house. And so, yeah, no, I have no fiber. So I had to, uh, I'd say go for it. Upgrade my, <laughs> yeah, ah, that, my neighbor will be fine. Just shocking himself every time he drives out of his, out of his house. So then I'm stuck with Comcast, but it killed their cable. So I just have their internet. And uh, you're using PlayStation View, but you're mm-hmm. casting it, right? You don't use a PS4. No, I'm using it through a Fire TV. There's a dedicated View app on Fire TV. Wow. So no have casting. You? And that, that works fine for you? Yeah, it works really good. Hmm. Uh, every once in a while, my Comcast internet is a little crappy, but for the most part, I have... I've had no issues. Yeah, I'll have to do a, a review on uh, PlayStation View just because I like I feel like it's a pretty good service. I ha- We've been on it for like three weeks now, I think, three, four weeks, and I haven't missed Comcast for one minute. Wow. Mm-hmm. I might, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to look into that. I know they have a free trial. It's just sort of like when, you're, when you've been doing something for so many years, which is bending over and giving your money to Comcast, it's hard to break the cycle. 
but I'm gonna it was, do it. Uh, yeah, it was it was one of those things where I had a Fire TV because we got one when they first came out a long time ago to do some sort of overviews on, and I said, "All right, this thing's free. Let me just try it and see." And the big thing is it has Comcast Sportsnet, so I can watch all the Blazers games here. Right, that was one of the big requirements. And uh, so then I just I just told my wife, I said, like, we're just going to not use our cable box for the next like two weeks while this free trial is running. And we'll see, like, if we miss anything. And so that's how we did it. You just have to cut yourself off from actually using Comcast, just fully dive in and then see if you miss anything. Um, and so far, the only things that we've really missed are some live sports on local channels, but... <laughs> you can log into most of the like local, like Fox and ABC stuff through apps. Mm. So like if there's a football game on Fox, you don't get that on PlayStation view, but you can use the Fox go app and log in there and watch it through there. So you can still watch some and ABC broadcasts all their sports through watch ESPN. So you can watch it all on watch ESPN live. So, so far, I think the only one is CBS that maybe screws you and otherwise you can watch all the other stuff live. It definitely sort of complicates things at it least in, yes. but i guess i can handle a little bit more complication um if it if it means not giving comcast so much money each month which is kind of what my uh goal was was just to cut comcast off as much as i could because i can't stand them we need to bring them down yeah the only things i've run into are root sports is not on playstation view just yet and there's been some timbers games on there so that mm, sucked so i did miss a timbers game other than that i haven't missed anything so just do it tim yeah, might as well give it a shot. Uh, anyway, changing subjects. Yahoo had a big security breach Yahoo. in 2014. And they're late, just now talking about it this week. Late 2014. Yeah, we're getting close to late 2016. That was two years ago. Uh, they said no passwords were stolen, but right. But they still are saying if you have a Yahoo account, change your password and all that stuff. Yeah, they say no passwords themselves encrypted or unencrypted and no uh, billing information or banking information was stolen. However, everything else was stolen. Uh, like security questions security and things like that. Security questions, email addresses, date of birth, names, pretty much anything associated with your Yahoo account besides your password and your credit card because those are stored separately. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're screwed. <laughs> so mm-hmm. head on over to yahoo.com. And switch your password immediately. And they also recommend um, enabling some Yahoo Authenticator. Um, I'd probably just skip that. Just use like a password manager, which um, might be good for pretty much anyone who uses an internet. So, yeah. He uses the internet. 500 million affected. They said at least 500 million. That's half a billion people. At least a a half a billion a people affected. Man. That's a lot of people do. Yeah. And they just announced this two years later. At this point, if somebody wanted to break into your Yahoo account, they probably did. Right? It's been two years. Uh, they did say it was state-sponsored, which they think means like a government did this, right? Uh, that would lead everyone to believe that it is Russia hacking. Um, why everything wrong. Yeah. Why Russia would want Yahoo user accounts? I don't know. You can have them. Um, I'll give you my password. Uh, feel free to do whatever you want. All it gets is uh, spam anyway. I don't know why that is, why Yahoo is just so cluttered with spam. I don't know. Anyway, dying. I noticed you said Yahoo and <laughs> not Yahoo. Were you just Did doing I say Yahoo? Oh, yeah. It's definitely Yahoo. I didn't okay. mean to say Yahoo. Yeah, you said Yahoo. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> 
But yeah, Yahoo. We all I, mean, know. I will forever say GIF, but it's definitely Yahoo. Ooh. If I said Yahoo, I take that back. Yeah, Yahoo and GIF. That's the yeah. correct pronunciation. Definitely not GIF. <laughs> the creator is wrong. Um, okay, so it's a security yeah. security breach there with Yahoo and uh, change your passwords or just, <laughs> just delete your accounts. Like, you don't need Yahoo anymore. Yeah, uh, Deviant's on the chat. He says, I only use my Yahoo email for Craigslist. And yeah, that, that sounds about like your average Yahoo user right there, like your Craigslist user. When I was using Craigslist for a while, I also used a Yahoo account, which is so funny. I did not use my personal Gmail. That is so funny. Thank you, Deviant, for the laugh. That was good. <laughs> Isn't it funny how those are still how we... uh. Like we all still have those Yahoo or hot. I don't think I have a hotmail anymore, but that's how we, we used to use all those like throwaway accounts. Yep. Once we migrated to Gmail, we decided we were going to change our habits and, and make Gmail clean, but we still kept those other ones for all the like shady crap we needed to sign up for. So funny. It is funny. Uh, let's see. So finally, Moto Z Play. Oh, I do have that here. Moto Z Play did a review of that today. Video review, if anyone wants to check that out. Uh, really nice phone for 400 bucks. Fortunately, it's an exclusive to Verizon at the moment. But if 400 bucks is your price point and you're on Verizon, <laughs> certainly recommend this phone. Battery life, bonkers good. Two days. Never had a phone that actually did stand up to the two-day claim. This phone actually does. I, I still almost don't believe it every time I use the phone. I just want to quickly say, I think we should all give Kellen a warm round of applause for the fantastic work he did on the video review. I totally love it. And at least I personally definitely want to have us doing more of those. I think it turned out really well. Uh, we're always open to hearing what you guys think of that type of stuff. So if you liked that video, let us know. And give a give Kellen praise because I think he did a good job. He was out there in the woods, uh, walking around, <laughs> talking about a phone burying dead bodies, burying dead bodies. I thought it was good, real good. Yeah, it was fun. We'll, we'll do some more. Yeah, that was the first time we did something exactly like that, and it turned out well. So I think everyone can expect more of those. So, yeah, for sure. And we've got lots of big phones coming up, so we'll definitely try to do more of those with the big phone. So like pixels is what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. You got anything else you want to talk about today? No. Uh, someone was asking me to address my facial hair and yeah, it's very different. I've actually never done this before, but just a little mustache. I'm doing it because I'm applying to become a highway patrolman. (laughs) Just kidding. It's not even November. Yeah, I know, but I'm sort of leading up to that, right? I'm actually doing it just to annoy my girlfriend. She can't stand facial hair. so But she's gone now uh, on a work trip for like two weeks. So I'm all alone and I can just do whatever I want with it. So I'm just messing around, having fun, not getting into um, adult entertainment or anything such as that. <laughs> Thank you. So My brother does the same thing every once in a while just to drive his, my, uh, his wife, my my sister sister-in-law now, yeah, just to drive her nuts, and it yeah. works. It does work. I don't know why we want to do that. But it's funny that like the men do that. I'm gonna grow a mustache just to annoy the shit out of my. Uh, <laughs> it works. Partner, yeah. <laughs> Poor partners. Yeah. Uh, I'm just looking in the chat. Okay, so people saw Android Police's report about Google Wi-Fi, the new router. Mm. Yes, we can confirm that is indeed the real deal and it's modular, which means it's sort of like Eero and those other Wi-Fi things that you can expand across your house. 
it's really all I can say about that. <laughs> but yes, they are correct. That's exciting. Yep. Do, do, do. Okay. Yeah, you have anything else? I don't have any apps or anything. We've been busy doing other stuff this week. Unless you yeah. want to talk about Aloe. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, nope, don't have any apps to talk about. Um, definitely go download Aloe. I really want to know people's opinion on it. You know, we we put up a question of the day yesterday. If you've played with Aloe for a solid day now, let us know in the comments because I'm genuinely curious. Uh, we may even put up, we're going to give people the weekend. We're going to put up a poll on Monday and we're going to see once and for all. Um, is version 1.0 of Aloe something you're going to continue to use or will you wait or will you just say, nah, F it. I'm going to keep using Hangouts or WhatsApp or there's so many choices out there. So I hope everyone has a beautiful weekend. We've got some football going on. It's the Patriots kicked the butt out of the Texans last night. It was amazing. Without Brady, Patriots can't lose. But yeah. Bill Belichick, goat. (laughs) Seriously, goat, dude. Ah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, have a safe weekend, everyone. We will, uh, we'll probably be back next week because following that is Pixel Phone stuff. We'll have plenty to talk about. Uh, thanks for joining us. Joy Life Show episode 121, I believe. Yeah, 121. Peace. Goodbye.